For those who don't know me, I, I, I should introduce myself, right? I know, I know a lot of you all. Pastor Dante, that, that, that is the role that I am so privileged to be able to play here. I get to be the uh, Church Limited Broadcast Campus Pastor. I'm very honored and privileged to be able to lead you all in this moment. But I cannot say that without saying this. I'm incredibly grateful, and I believe we all should be incredibly grateful. And I mean this with all of my heart. God has used this house of God to transform my life. You know, And that is under the leadership of our amazing lead pastor, one of the greatest pastors in this world, Pastor Bill and Ms. Jessica Cornelius. Can we give it up for them? Can we give it up for them? I mean that with all of my heart. I just spoke to, to Ms. Jessica Cornelius. I was like, it's, it, oh, this is because of you. I just need to let you know. So I honor them. I honor them. I get to speak to a lot of pastors across the country. There is no culture like Church Unlimited culture, and I'm very, very proud of that. You know what I'm also proud about? And I, yes, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And I need everyone to know from the back section to Church Limited Online, no matter what state you may be in, no matter what country you may be in, I need to let you know that this church, we may be a culturally relevant church, but this house of God, which I love, is built on the word of God. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. And I love that. So thank you, Ms. Jessica, who you're sitting right here, Pastor Bill, who's literally preaching in St. Louis right now, lift him up, because we got to go to work right now. God is going to do some work. And the word that it gave to me, I was thinking about fireworks. I was thinking about grenades. I didn't know what, you know, as I just, it was in my spirit. And then God said, I don't know, we're going to, this church needs some fresh fire today. Your heart, your mind, and soul need some fresh fire today. So I hope you come with a posture to receive, you know, because I know God's ready to do something special. And this is how I wanted to begin. I needed to brag on our God. Because I didn't know that my life would always look this way, but I need to brag on my God because I need to share with you the beautiful women in my life. You know, today is actually um, my wedding anniversary. You know, it is. It is. So thank you all for that. This is the day. But let's let God show off. Here's my beautiful wife and my beautiful daughter. That is Haley. That is my wife. And that is my beautiful daughter, Elle. And so I... God's really, really showing off there because I didn't know it would always look like that. And I mean that with all of my heart. I really didn't. There were many times when I was a young man that I didn't know it would look like this. So I'm incredibly grateful. I remember looking at that picture in my office and when I put it up, I, I, my eyes started to water up. Just in gratitude to God. But I wanted to point something out about that young woman that I loved to death. You see that smile? I just needed to give this to you all because I believe God gave me this to give to you all. That smile... My baby girl reminded me the power of a smile because when that baby girl looks at me with that big smile, I cannot tell you that I feel the joy of the Lord, that my spirit is filled. It reminded me for you all to be liberal with your smiles to your loved ones. I think sometimes we are slow to give out that joy to one another by something very simple, smiling to your husband, smiling to your wife, smiling to your children. There's a lot of power in that. It's hard to feel bad when you're smiling, just to be honest. So I thought we could practice as we begin this message experience right now. Church Unlimited Online, see you nation. Smile. Church Unlimited Broadcast. Church Unlimited Broadcast. Back section, I'm talking to you, you know that. I'm talking to each and every single one of you all. Can, can you all help me out? Can I, can I see your smiles? I can see your teeth. I know some of us have masks on, but can I see your smiles? Can you all smile at me? Can you all smile at me? Smile, smile, smile. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. There's a chuckle. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. You see, so if I was nervous, your smile, I'm not. 
But if I was, your smile would help me. It would encourage me. It would lift me up. It would be good for my soul. I mean that with all of my heart. But I do want to talk about a time in which I was nervous. Not very far from this stage. Years ago, I was actually interviewing for a pastoral position here at Church Unlimited. Quite the process, and it should be. Because when you have pastor in front of your name, it should mean something. And I'll tell you why in just a moment with the scripture. But I remember going through the process, you know, and y'all, many of you all have been there, you know, and there, there was a several steps to the process. And I remember the first time, like, hey, hey just, just, can I get a phone call? Because you don't want to just go in the black hole of human resources, you know, which probably still happened to all of us, including myself. Got the phone interview. That was step one. You know, then that back then it was like there was this round robin interview, you know, where this pastor, this pastor, this pastor, you know, and then you get like the, 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 the lead staff executive person who, who interviews you. And then you're like, hopefully I made it through that. I don't know. But then it led to this moment. The final interview with our lead pastor, Pastor Bill. And Church Unlimited Online, Church Unlimited, I knew Pastor Bill because I'd been serving in this church at that time. I don't know if it was seven to eight years. So I knew Pastor Bill, but I did not know Pastor Bill like that. You know what I mean? And so I was sitting outside of his office getting ready for the final interview. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, your heart, your mind, your heart starts beating a little bit. You're like, it's a make or break moment. This could dictate the rest of my life. You tell yourself all these scary things, you know? And I remember being outside, and I was sitting on the couch. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I, I need to walk because I need to chill out. And you're telling, you know, you, you remember those verses where it's like, to be anxious about nothing and, and, you know, and cast your burdens upon him. And you're like, in the moment, I'm not really feeling that way, you know? And so then I, so I started to walk. I started to walk, feeling a little nervous. And, guys, this is what happened. This is what happened. I'm like, we're standing up. And I remember, like, I'm starting to, like, like, shake a little bit. Like, you know, because sometimes your mind, you know, your body responds to some of the, the stress or anxiety, you know? And so I'm like twitching, and I, I was like, like, somebody could have thought if they were walking by, because I remember some staff members walking by, I was like, they could have thought I was doing the Harlem Shake, you know? <laughs> but I wish I was doing the Harlem Shake. If y'all know what that is, no, I would have been like, no, I'm just shaking. I'm literally just shaking right now, subtly, subtly. But I was talking to God, and he let me know this. Regardless of the results of this interview, whether a door is open or whether a door is closed, he let me know this, and I want y'all to feel this. I'm going to walk over here. I'm going to look at this camera right here. Just let me on. I wanted you to know this. God let me know that his hand was still on my life. Even if the door was to close that his calling was not going to be changed. <sighs> I was able to take a deep breath. It wasn't necessarily in the hands of man. You see, the thing is, we are all called, regardless of our titles, regardless of our vocations, we are all called to do the work of God. I want to share this with you. I'm going to go to Ephesians. It says this in Ephesians 4, verse 11 through 13. This Christ gave to the church pastors and teachers to equip God's people to do his work, his work being ministry and build up the church, to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church. This will continue until we all come to be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. 
my job now in this season is to literally to work alongside our pastors, to work alongside our lead pastors, to equip and to mature you, to walk alongside you to do that equipping. And we take that seriously. We really, really do. Because this is what happens. This has happened to me. I'll just speak from my own personal experience. Sometimes we can get that gift of salvation, which literally means everything. When we say that prayer and we literally ask God to be the Lord and Savior of our lives, we ask him into our hearts, and that means everything. Because at that moment, it literally says that the old becomes new. That what I once was is what I'm not anymore. That I'm a new creation through God's grace alone. And along with that, that I get the Holy Spirit inside me as a helper. That means everything. And also on top of that, I get the gift of heaven. And that does mean everything. But the gift of salvation is not to be just simply sat upon. The gift of salvation is something to grow along with, to grow into. Because the thing is, as a Christian, if you read that scripture there, now is our job is to literally mature, to spiritually mature, and to be equipped so that we can build his church, so that we can take as many people to heaven as we can before we die, period. To go and make disciples in all the nations. Our mission is the same as Jesus' great commission. Because the truth of the matter is, there are people all around us that do not have that gift. And to be a Christian, that is what is actually required of us. If we were to literally live out our God-given purpose. But if you were like me, I took that gift of salvation, and at times I became a spectator. At times, I became simply a consumer of the word of God. As Pastor Bill said a couple of weeks ago, like maybe an inspirational junkie, where it feels good to take that word in. I feel encouraged. But to be honest, if I'm talking about myself, if I'm talking about myself, church limited online, being a, a spectator and consumer is being kind. Because sometimes I didn't even show up. Because there were times in my life where it was just peace. I took that gift of salvation and I didn't even show up to God's house. I was nowhere to be found, not doing anything for anybody, frankly, including myself. As a Christian, as a Christian young man, that is a problem because there are literally people around us going to hell. And we should take that seriously. It says in James that we are to be doers of the word, not hearers only. You see, Church Unlimited, it says at the end, could we be deceiving ourselves? Because I'm just speaking from a personal basis. I was deceiving myself. I'm a Christian. I'm a good guy. Seemingly telling myself, I'm, I'm doing all I can. I'm going to church. I'm doing the right thing. But am I serving somebody? Am I living out what God truly, truly has for me? To be honest, it was a resounding, for me personally, it was a resounding No. Because the truth of the matter is, you know, I'll, I'll compare it to health and fitness. I could listen to an audio book all day. I could go on YouTube and I could uh, do all these things and tell you everything about health and fitness. In fact, I could do so much that I could actually literally put together a fitness plan for you. I could tell you exactly what to do. You know, burpees, crunches, push-ups, whatever, sit-ups, whatever it is. I could actually actually put it together for you. I could actually then read about, um, you know, a fitness regimen. I could read about what to eat and I could give it to you and tell you what to do on how to get your greatest health. And I could do all of that without being healthy at all. Because what I wish, I wish the audio book would actually run on the treadmill for me, is what I wish it could do, you know? But I could have all the knowledge in the world. 
and not be healthy at all. You see, true, true spiritual maturity, much like that health and fitness example, it actually comes from applying God's word in your life and doing the work of God. Could we, Church Unlimited, and I ask this lovingly, could we be deceiving ourselves? And could those around us, those close to us, not be receiving the gift of salvation? You see, because Jesus set the ultimate example of what it said here in the scripture to measure up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Because the truth of the matter, if they asked Pastor Bill, if they asked Miss Jessica, if they asked me, how many pastors do you have? It would matter. For scripture, pastors and teachers, it matters. But you know what the answer should be, Church Unlimited? And I hope you take this seriously. So I wouldn't want to list off our pastor and say, this pastor takes care of our students and pastoral care. That means a lot. I don't mean to demean that because it means so much. But what the answer should be, Church Unlimited, Church Unlimited online, God behind bars, the answer should be, we actually have 10,000 ministers. Because that is what it is going to take to take as many people to heaven as we can before we die, period. That's literally what it's going to take. And guys, we have doubled down. Our lead pastor literally said, you know, we're going to take as many. And you know what that looks like? That looks like one million souls. That is not going to be done through just preachership. I, I wish I could tell you that this sermon would reach one million people. It, it may be reaching one million people, but I don't know if we're going to get it through this preacher. It's actually going to get through it through your leadership. That is how we're going to reach one million souls. If I was being real. Preaching matters, but you are the church. You know, you are the church. So I want to challenge you when you say that to mean that. Because you are the body of Christ. And I don't know if I took that serious enough. And I'm sorry, you know what? I'm sorry, maybe I'm preaching at myself. Because I'm just speaking out of my experience. And I don't want to deceive myself any longer. And I don't want ourselves to be deceived because heaven and hell is truly at stake. It truly, truly is. Jesus set the ultimate example of what it looks like to accomplish our mission. I want to tell you all this. It said the Son of Man, literally, though equal with God, Jesus, though equal with our Heavenly Father, that he came down to earth, put on the same skin and bones as me. Is that crazy? And it said the Son of Man came not to be served. And many of y'all may know the rest. But Church Unlimited Online, it said the Son of Man, Jesus, came not to be served here on earth, but he came to serve. He literally came to serve and would then give his life on a cross so that we could have a relationship with Jesus. Because we were literally created to know his heavenly father. And on that cross, he paid the price for our sins. And we used to be so passionate about that, that we want everyone to have that gift. But you see, I, I want to show you all a verse that, that is right in that same text. Because it says, whoever wants to be great on this earth, you know what? It doesn't say, whoever wants to be great has to be an Instagram influencer. I'm not saying that's wrong. It doesn't say, whoever wants to be great has to have a billion views on TikTok. I'm not saying that's wrong. It's not saying, whoever wants to be great has to be the president of X company. That has to be the, the landowner. That has to be the franchise owner. That has to be the, the whatever. You know what? This is going to be really countercultural, but actually in the, in the scripture, it does not say that. I want to show you what it does say, what, we, what it means to be like Christ-like. It says, whoever wants to be great, in Matthew 20, 26, must be your servant. I didn't hear that in a hip-hop song. 
growing up. I really didn't. In fact, I heard I, you know, I had to be the boss. I had to be the man. I had to be the one calling the shots. That to be great, that's what it was. Well, I'm here to tell you this culture is selling you a bill of goods. It truly, truly is. And in fact, I would say that actually by being the servant is actually how you step into your presidency. Is actually how you step into your influence. Is actually how you step into that leadership role in X company. That if you were to say, I'm going to be focused on loving God and focus on others and serving them and meeting their needs and just see what happens. I dare you to see what happens. Because the truth, thank you. The truth of the matter is, guys, spiritual maturity truly is being a doer of God's word. That's his word. But you see, what I want you to know, if Jesus set the ultimate example, what we need to get in our heart and our soul is you were literally created to serve. That you were created to serve. And this is what God says about you. Church Limited Online, if the kids aren't there, get the kids. I'm being serious. I, I want us to lean in in this moment right here. What we're about to, God's about to drop something on us that we need. Because this is what he says about us, the church, each and every single one of you all. It says this in Ephesians, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That sounds real good on a Sunday morning. But let me tell you, it is one thing for me to say that I am God's workmanship. It is a whole other thing to believe it and walk in it. Because let me tell you, if you're anything like me, I don't know if you have these voices, you know. I tell the, the, this, this story, um, I was telling our life group on Thursday, I could give you every reason right now that I shouldn't be here. I could give you every reason. And you know what? To be very honest with you, Church Unlimited, I have given myself every reason as to why I shouldn't be here preaching in this moment. If I got more personal about it, you know, let me tell you a funny little story, you know, tell you how improbable this was. I went to Baylor University. At Baylor University, there's a bear trail. It's like a running trail around the university campus. It basically encircles a lot of the campus. The campus has expanded since I've been there. But, you know, the younger, skinnier, better-looking version of me used to run on that bear trail, you know, pretty fast, you know, back in the day, you know. Uh, you, you, sidebar, you ever in the gym and you think you're running and then you look at the mirror and you look like you're walking? Is that just me? Is that just me? It's like I, I, I feel like I'm going faster, but it looks like I'm walking. You know what I mean? A lot of things have changed. A lot of things, young people, you enjoy your youthfulness. Seriously, seriously. Back to the bear trail. So I'm running by the bear trail. There's this beautiful seminary at Baylor University. You know, where literally our young and, and even, even older are being trained to do the work of God. Literally. I remember running in that bear trail and running past that seminary. And you know what I thank God for? I vividly remember this. I was like, I'm here. And I'm thanking God. I'm like, thank God that I am not in that seminary right now. They are probably studying Old Testament, and that seems really, really boring to me right now. You know, and I was literally thanking God that I was not in the seminary. Imagine what God was thinking and being like, you're, you're very funny. You have no idea. <laughs> like, you have no idea. Because you know what? Sometimes, sometimes, guys, we don't make ourselves available enough, and we're not close enough to God to actually understand, like, his great will for our lives. Yes. That we don't even know what we want. Because to hear somebody's whisper, you got to get close. you got to make yourself available. 
Because what probably God wants to say is like, I'll see you in a decade. You're going to be in that Old Testament class. You know what I mean? But sometimes we don't get close enough. We don't make ourselves available enough. And we want to give this laundry list because if I got really, really personal with Church Unlimited, I, I could have told you why I had the wrong background. I could have told you why I had the wrong education because I was at Baylor University in, in business school. Oh, I, I could have got really personal. I could tell you, oh, I don't, I don't necessarily look the part to be on this stage and to be broadcast to thousands of people online. Oh, you want to get, th- th- this one hurts. This one really actually hurts me. Like, oh, you, you don't even look at it. Like, you, you, I'm embarrassed to say it. You ain't even tall enough. You know what I mean? Y'all are all judging me now. Church Limited Online, don't judge me, Church Limited Online. How tall is he? He looks taller on screen. You know what I mean? I know you're judging me. Don't put that in the chat. Um, but do you have those voices? Because I know I do. Because some of us need to do this, and this is, somebody, this is for somebody right now. For we are his workmanship, created to do the good works that God decided on beforehand. But what somebody needs to do is actually you need to write this down. Somebody needs to take these verses that we're about to give you and say, I'm going to write it, I'm going to think it, I'm going to confess it, and I'm going to have the faith to believe it. Somebody needs to put that on their dash. Somebody needs to put that on their desk. Somebody needs to put that on their, you know, on the mirror as they're getting ready. Because I, had, I could give you the laundry list as to why I shouldn't be here. But because of God and his word, I chose to believe what this says. And so we are here. But somebody needs to literally, I am going to write this. Church Limit Online, write it, think it, confess it, and have the faith to believe it. That is a living, breathing word, guys. If you're like me, I need it to be filled up every single day because my humanness takes me away. Because your life will go in the direction of your thoughts. And for some of us, that's a very scary place. Because if you were like me, I had a lot more self-defeating thoughts and negative thoughts that would have taken me nowhere. And it rendered me very ineffective to do the work of God. Because God says, you are, you are his workmanship. That's what the Bible says about you. Don't listen to me. But then God doubles down on you. I get, get to this. It says, God has given each of you, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Say it out loud. I am gifted. Say it, please. Okay, let's say it again. We're going to say, we're going to write this down. We're going to think it. We're going to confess it. Not out of pride, not out of, out of, out of arrogance, but what our heaven father, your heavenly father says about you. Church Limited Online, you may be alone right now. You may be listening on the podcast later. I hope you will say this. Church Limited Broadcast, lead the way. Say, I am gifted. gifted. That's what your father says about you. Literally. So you know what this, what I'm saying right now? As somebody who's positioned here and takes the stewardship very seriously, this is what I'm proclaiming. And I don't mean this in arrogance. I could be gone tomorrow. I just want to know that I did everything I could. That's all I want to know. So I'm telling, okay, God, I want to be a world-class pastoral leader. That's what I am proclaiming in my life. What are you proclaiming? Because that's what I want to just, I don't want any what ifs at the end of this world. I just don't want any what ifs. And to be honest, even for my, even for, even for Elle, my beautiful Elle, I want her to know that her father did that. That was so focused on God. Men, gentlemen, we are called to be the leaders of households. Are we leading? 
Are we setting the example of what is it to be a, a servant in that house and in this house? Are we doing that? Because you know some of my great servanthood, my greatest servanthood comes from? Oh, let me tell you, when I wash those bottles, <laughs> when I wash those bottles, I see my wife's heart soar. What is God calling you to do? Because sometimes, like it was on a Saturday night at midnight, I don't always want to wash the bottles. But I want to serve my wife. I want to honor my wife. And for that reason, I will. I'm far from perfect. I don't wash the bottles every time. But I'm trying. But I'm trying. The truth of the matter is, you are gifted. You are encouragers. You are teachers. You are leaders. You are organizers. You are givers. You are entrepreneurs. You are all of those things. What I'm here to ask you, are you maximizing your gifts? Are you maximizing your gifts to build his kingdom, to build his church? Are we being equipped and achieving a spiritual maturity that can only come from doing God's word? Because what I want to tell you, that's when it gets really, really good. You see, and it's not about these lights and these cameras and, and being broadcast to thousands. You know why our God is so good? When you begin to step closer to him and he begins to show you what your purpose looks like, you know what it looked like for me? I was in a small apartment in Corpus Christi, Texas, off Saratoga Boulevard. There's no cameras, there's no lights. And I began to lead a life group, like a fun, interactive Bible study where you did all the above. You had relationship and you had food and you had, you had scripture. And I remember our God was so good that at that moment, I remember God just letting me know, like, this is what I created you for. This is what I created you for. And to be honest, because I, I knew I was in God's will, I was good. I didn't need a title. I didn't need any money. I didn't need a position. We did not need an audience. If it was over right then, I was so happy that I had just got to God's will in my life. And it filled up my heart and filled up my soul. And it began to give me a sneak preview of what was to be. And I had no idea. God wants to give that to you. But it requires us to take steps of faith, to serve like Jesus did, to serve like him. I want to ask you again, even those who are serving, are you maximizing your gifts that God has given you? Are you stewarding them well? Because the truth of the matter is, you are absolutely needed. Every single one of you are absolutely needed in this house of God. I want to show you in Scripture. It says this in 1 Corinthians. It says, all of you together. Keyword, all. A-L-L. -L. All of you together are the one body of Christ, and each one of you is a separate and necessary part of it. Mm. Okay, interactive time again. I'm going to read that again. It says all of you together are the one body of Christ, and each one of you is a separate and necessary part of it. Please tell your neighbor, you are super necessary. Tell your neighbor, church on it online. You are super necessary. You can write in the chat, church, submit it online, God behind bars in that small group, say you are super necessary. It doesn't say for those who, have, who went to seminary, 
for those who've actually been attending church for three to five years, you know, you're, you're the necessary ones. It, it, there's no prerequisite. It says each and one, every single one of you is a super necessary part of this body of Christ. What I'm saying, you were created to serve, and what I am also saying is you were absolutely needed. And sometimes we fool ourselves when you see all of this. Do you realize there are hundreds of volunteers working right now? Like sometimes we fool ourselves with these big ministries that we're not just a church home because that's what we are. There are hundreds of people serving literally right now as I see this Kids Unlimited t-shirt right now. You see, the only thing with these larger churches, if you think you need 20, you know, for one church, in a church like ours, you need to add a couple of zeros to that. Because at our heart, you know what church we want to be, Church Unlimited? We want to be the church that's actually by your hospital, that's by the hospital bed. And that is actually able to pray alongside you or your loved one in your time of need. That's who we want to be. But we cannot do that, I promise you, with all of my heart, we cannot do that without you. We cannot do that without your spiritual growth. We cannot do that without your spiritual maturity. We, We cannot do that with you actually not doing the work of God. It would literally be impossible. So you were created to serve, and you are absolutely needed. I can say it, but I want Scripture to say that to you, and I want you to embrace that with all of your heart. And I don't know what it is for you. I don't know how God may be moving in your heart, in your mind. But I will tell you this. In a world that just wants to be famous and just wants to be known, and just wants a billion views on TikTok, (laughs) i got to get this to the last lap. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. It says this in John. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples. You know what it says? If you have love for one another. Serving. Serving is actually how you become known. Let's sit on your heart and your soul and your mind. Even today, I want to implore you. I don't know how God is moving in your heart or your mind. Today could be, we'd call this a fresh fire type of day. We could call it a rededication type of day. There's actually an opportunity for you to serve and love one another like never before. In the seat back in front of you, there's actually a you serve, join the team form. We haven't had a form there in a year. So it's so good to be able to just be with you all. And to see our church coming back. But what I'm saying is I'm, we need you. There's too many conversations saying that one day, one day I'm going to serve in our, in our kids' ministry. There's, there's maybe husbands and wives that you've had conversations at the kitchen table. Why can't that day be today? Because what I'm saying, there should be a sense of urgency to this. That if we are Christians, we believe heaven is real. We also believe hell is real. And it's literally going to take every single one of us. You have the opportunity today to be a doer of God's word. To what I believe, literally step closer to your God-given purpose. To utilize the gifts that God has given each one of you. Are you utilizing them for his kingdom? Because right in front of you, see a you serve, join the team form. And that may be for you. I know that was a tremendous gift for me. I didn't feel worthy to be a greeter at this church years ago. I took great joy because it finally wasn't about me when I stepped on that door. 
it filled me up because I was finally doing something for somebody else. On that form, you will see first impressions. That is all the hospitality that you literally see from the street all the way to the seat. Those who love on you, who greet you, who are willing to pray, those who are willing to welcome you. You cannot tell me that this young man with this welcome shirt is not helping us transform this house of God as you come into this place, as this couple is. Thank you. Maybe you're called, maybe you have a technical gift. We need you. There are lights, there are, there are cameras, there are graphics, there is staging. We could really use your help. You were created to serve and you were needed in this house of God. Maybe it's a student. In our CU students, it's 6th through 12th grade. Maybe you can be the leader that you actually needed. When you were in middle school or in high school. On that same form right in front of you in your seat back, there's spec ops that help us with all of our special events. They will help us literally prepare this house of God for people to make public professions of faith. They will help us prepare for baptism. I cannot tell you the immeasurable joy that it is to be a spiritual contributor in God's house. And for some of you, we've talked about serving as I see these Kids Unlimited t-shirts that say, I want to pour into, I want to love, I want to pray over, I want to help nurture our children that are birthed through fifth grade. Guys, the vision for this church, this Church Limited broadcast, is to reach thousands and thousands more. This isn't it. We are called to build his kingdom. We are called in the scripture to build his church. You have an opportunity to step up in faith today, to take an action step. Maybe as a husband and a wife. Maybe as a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Maybe as a single person. I used to sit, I have love for that back section because I used to sit there by myself. And I took a step of faith that was a little bit scary. And then I took another step and it completely transformed my life. You see, when you step closer to God, y'all know this, it changes your world. You step into God's given purpose for you. That's when it gets really, really good. But I also want to let you know this. You change the world of so many others. So have you ever heard me say this? I stand on the shoulders of my dad, even in this moment. He's in heaven right now. Pastor Bill actually told me that it's very loving of him. He said, I'm a beneficiary of your dad's leadership and love for you. And it makes you remember somebody who served. My dad grew up fatherless and poor in Mathis, Texas. But for somebody who served, you see, there was a man who would pick him up to go to church. Pick him up to go to church that would love a young boy who did not have a father. To actually take him to the local Baptist church so that he could know the love of God. And though, even though that he may not have a, an earthly father here, that he always knew that he had a heavenly father. And who knew that that young fatherless boy would raise a pastor? You can't tell me that that person that I never met didn't help transform generations. Just by picking up a young man to go to church. It changes your world. 
It changed the world of so many others. Now I want to close with this, you know. On Sunday morning, I pray for God just to speak to your heart, your soul, your mind. We are here to love God and to love you, to equip and to mature you. But on Sunday morning, I, I say these prayers because I've been having a little bit of a hard time. I've been having a little bit of a hard time because my baby girl, y'all, y'all met beautiful Elle earlier. You know, it's um, her first time being in our children's ministry. And there's a little bit of separation anxiety there. And um, it's all normal, it's all good. But it hurts my daddy heart a little bit to see her in seemingly in a little distress. It kind of had me shook a little bit. You know, so I was praying, and I was praying over our, our services, and I was praying for, for my baby girl. And I didn't know what to ask for as I was praying. She's only nine months. And so I, I asked for Church Unlimited, Church Mental. I asked for, um, can you give her baby courage? Uh, that was just what came to my mind. You know what God did? He sent you. Because what I didn't know, that there's a woman named Victoria who serves in the 10 a.m. service. I would find out, I think, two days later. And that Victoria, who serves in the 10 a.m. service, was we were thanking her and saying, thank you for your service. She was going to come to the 1130 service. And then she stopped. And she stopped our kids' limited director. And she's like, no, no, I'm actually going to stay. I'm going to stay. She's like, I'm going to stay here because, uh, and it warms my heart. I would stay here because Elle's coming. And I have to be here for her. She had no idea that her dad was praying for baby courage. And that the angel would come in the form of Victoria. Victoria, you may, you may even be in this service today. I don't know. I have not met Victoria, but I was told. So to Victoria, I say thank you. But I promise everything. There is nothing too small you can do for the kingdom of God. I want to encourage you to take a step of faith today. And having my baby girl also taught me this. It's so funny how much a baby can teach you. There's a few times in my life that I've ugly cried. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like the ugly cry. Like the, I can't, like I'm about to embarrass myself cry. You know? It's my wedding day when I saw my beautiful wife. Because like I said earlier, I didn't always know that I was going to have those gifts. You know? I remember seeing her walk down the aisle, and it was like, I can't barely contain myself. The other time was when my baby was born. And I was like, man, these nurses are going to think I'm crazy. But y'all know what I'm talking about, because in that moment, when you see that baby boy, that baby girl, it's an overwhelming, relentless, I will give my life type of love. That's what I felt. And I want to give this to you because sometimes we don't make the connection that that is how our Heavenly Father, that He gave a devastating sacrifice. That our Heavenly Father gave His Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. Because we were literally created to know and be in relationship with Him. That He died on the cross for forgiveness of our sins. So we'd have to get to relationship with Him. That is how much you are relentlessly loved. And if you sit here today and you're like, I want to know that type of love, Church Limited Online, Church Limited Broadcast, I want to invite you at this moment to please bow your head and to please close your eyes. I want to give us the the opportunity to receive this beautiful gift of salvation, which is a promise of a relationship with our Heavenly Father who created you. You literally, he says, you're his workmanship that you were gifted 
And with this gift of salvation, you also get the eternal gift of heaven. If you want that love, if you want that gift, I want to encourage you in this moment. It's simple because it's meant for everyone. As we read in that Corinthians, this is for all of us. We are all the body of Christ. Church, let on. Say it out loud, whether you're alone. Church, let broadcast. Say this salvation prayer along, along with me as an act of encouragement for that person who may be saying it for the very, very first time. Please repeat after me with your head bowed and your eyes closed. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. I believe you paid the price for my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. And with your head bowed and with your eyes closed, we just want to celebrate those who may for the very first time as Jesus Christ into their heart. I want to ask whether you be online, but in this place, will you proudly raise your hand at this moment? We just ask, if you just said that prayer for the very, very first time, ask that you please, please, very high, just raise your hand so we can say, we just want to celebrate that. Because it means everything. Our mission here is to take as many people to heaven as we can before we die. And I want to encourage you to raise that hand, raise it as high as possible. It's just our leadership, our pastors that are looking. Thank you. We just want to celebrate that. If you were a church unlimited online, please say hand raise, hand raise, hand raise. It means everything to us. Please continue to keep those raised, guys. We just literally want to celebrate you. It means everything that you're writing hand raised right now. It means everything that you're keeping that hand up right now. We want to celebrate that. We want to welcome you into the, the family of God. You now have the gift of salvation. Thank you for that. Thank you, Church Unlimited Online. Thank you, God Behind Bars. Thank you, Church Unlimited Broadcast. You can put your hand down. I just want to say one final prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for the way in which you have moved. I pray that we truly, truly take this word, that we will take a step of faith, that we will take that today, that we truly say that we are gifted, we are your workmanship, we were created to serve, that we want to take a step closer to you to be Christ-like, to not only love you with all of our hearts, but to love our neighbors, Lord. Thank you for blessing us with your word, with your presence, with everything that you are, with your love. Let me pray. Everyone said, amen. Can we give a big round of applause for everything that God has done? Thank you all.